This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. I'm Eves. Welcome to This Day in History class, a show that will convince you that history can be fascinating even when you expect it not to be. Today is December 28th, 2019. The day was December 28, 1903. American jazz musician Earl Hines was born. Hines was born in Duquesne, Pennsylvania, a suburb of Pittsburgh. His family was steeped in music. His mother played the organ and piano. His father played the cornet with the Eureka Brass Band. His sister Nancy played the organ. His brother played piano. His aunt sang light opera, and his uncle played brass instruments. Hines began taking piano lessons early on, and he worked toward the goal of becoming a concert pianist. When he was in high school, he moved to Pittsburgh, where he lived with his aunt. There, he fell in love with jazz. In his own music, he turned away from classical music and toward jazz. As a teenager, he formed a trio with a violinist and a drummer. The group played at high school events, church socials, and nightclubs. Since Hines still had to go to school, his schedule was taxing, so he left school at age 16 to pursue his career in jazz. In 1922, Hines began working at the Leader House, a nightclub, with singer and band leader Lois B. Deppy. The band went to Ohio, West Virginia, and New York City. And while he played with Deppy's band, Hines developed his own style. He created a technique of playing a melody in octaves that was known as the trumpet style. In 1923, he went to Richmond, Indiana, where he had his first recording sessions with Deppy. But the next year, Hines left Deppy and led his own band, which included saxophonist Benny Carter. But soon, he moved to Chicago, which had a big jazz scene. In the city, he met people like Louis Armstrong, Jelly Roll Morton, and Benny Goodman. Hines, Armstrong, and drummer Zudi Singleton began playing regularly at the Sunset Cafe, When the club temporarily closed in 1927, the band broke up and Hines began playing at the Apex Club with clarinetist Jimmy Noon. The next year, Hines was on several recordings. That included some with Louis Armstrong's Hot Five and Hot Seven. Hines' piano style was notable on these recordings, and he began to be viewed as not just a talented musician, but as a jazz innovator. Hines also recorded a series of piano solos in 1928. That December, Hines began leading a big band at the Grand Terrace Ballroom. They worked every day of the week, and they spent months touring every year. The band also got a lot of airtime on the radio, helping popularize them outside of Chicago. When Hines lectured one radio announcer on drinking, the announcer gave him the nickname Fava, and it stuck, even though Hines didn't like the moniker. Hines stayed at the Grand Terrace for 11 years and recorded a lot with the band. He left with the band in 1940, feeling exploited and underpaid. Over the next few decades, he was involved in various ventures. He played with the Louis Armstrong All-Stars. He played at the club Hangover in San Francisco for five years. And he opened a club in Oakland in 1963. But that didn't last long. He played three solo concerts at the Little Theater in New York in 1964. And he toured the world including dates in the Soviet Union, on a tour for the U.S. State Department. Hines played the piano until just before his death, even though he had been dealing with arthritis and heart problems. 
He played his last gig in San Francisco, just before he died in Oakland in April of 1983. Many people consider Hines the father of modern jazz piano playing. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can find us on social media at TDIHC Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email still works. Send us a note at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.